Alrighty. Good morning, everyone. Today we have a great episode of the T Podcast. We're going to be talking with Katie Kennedy, Aaron Judice, and Michelle Robinson of Embark Fine Jewelry. We're going to be talking about how the company got started, uh, where they're headed, and several uh, promotions and things that they have that are going on in the community that are part of like giving back. And it's really cool. So stick around and uh, yeah, enjoy the show. All right, so uh, first up, we have our presenting sponsor, which is Chase Group Construction. So basically, they take the lead and become your one point of contact for the entire design build process. So if you're looking to build something new or to renovate, they can do that for you. They have a diverse portfolio of projects that range from medical centers, because I mean, we're full of medical stuff. We have popular restaurants that they built, like the Fat Pats and Broussard, Ambro Bridge, and then also multi-unit shopping center developments. They build it all. Uh, their website is chasegroupconstruction.com. Check them out. And he wants this ad to be short, so thank him. <laughs> thank him. Um, okay, so let me go ahead and get this split screen set up here. There we go. And slap on my fancy advertiser logos, and I just did the wrong ones there. That's perfect. And these are the right ones. All right, so um, I have really three cool. ladies in the room today. So lots of lots of energy, um, and they are all owners of Embark Fine Jewelry. So I'm going to go ahead and just get short introductions okay. in order. So uh, whoever wants to go first, um, introduce yourself, just kind of okay. a little short about you, and then go from there. Sure. I am Katie Kennedy, um, the blonde in the group, if you will, with these two brunettes, <laughs> but uh, one of the founders of Embark Fine Jewelry. Awesome. I'm Michelle Robertson. Um, I'm from Lafayette. We all are. I have one little baby. And yeah. Mm -hmm. And then I'm Erin Judice. Um, I'm a mom of four. I have four girls as well. And then one little thing, a tidbit, is that me and Michelle are sister-in-laws. Yeah. Wow. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That uh -huh. is... You didn't, so close. You didn't know I, about I, that. No, I, I, I yeah. did not know about that. Wow. So, like, how did you all get? Well, I, I know how you guys got met, yeah, but like, sure. how did you all like come, come to be partners in in this business of Embark? So, I'll, I'll take that one. Um, we were all working together in the jewelry wholesale industry here in Lafayette, um, and we each kind of were in our our own role, if you will. Um, and it really started when Aaron and I were on a walk. So this was right in the midst of COVID, like right at the beginning, we had this crazy idea. You know, we were working from home. There was just nuts time. Yeah. And um, we had the seven kids at home. Yes. Like between us. I have four, yes, she I have three. three. She has four. And we just had this wild idea. Like we knew Lafayette needed it. I was working kind of on the customer side with leading designers all over the U.S. And I saw what was um, happening in other cities, and I knew that Lafayette could really benefit from it. So I'm that customer side. Aaron is the marketing side. And then Michelle joined shortly after, and she's the product side. Okay. So it just, like, clicked. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, and then the business got started during COVID, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, like, why? Why? What made you guys think that starting a business in COVID was a good idea? <laughs> why not? Well, we, we, was, just yeah, it. It, we just did it. We just did it. Well, and we also had again going back to like the kids were home. We were like trying to, you know, just think of like what can we do now that like is happening in our lives and everyone was going online. So it was just going to be an online business, you know, Yes. just, we never even thought like what has happened, you know, that's what we wanted to happen. But at the time it was like, Oh, it's just going to be an online business. And then I'll say very quickly after, I mean, we're all three from Lafayette. So you know how it is. Like, you know, a lot of people and people started, started wanting to see things in person. We quickly realized. So I still remember one gentleman coming to my house (laughs) To pick up a diamond necklace and my oldest um, ran to the door, opened it and grabbed his cash before I even could like say hello. (laughs) So um, there was a lot of that. There was a lot of business on my dining room table. um, And we just, we knew we needed a space. Like we needed something for people to come and touch and feel the product. So you guys didn't really think about that. And initially the, Mm because it was only going to be an online business. You thought, oh yeah, it's just good. You know, we'll ship it. But the fact that some people want to see it in person yes, really was, brought in a different dynamic. That mm-hmm. was quickly, yeah, realized. realized. Mm-hmm. So yes. do you, I mean, you guys are in this business and you obviously you're experiencing like the, the in-person versus online thing. And I think that's a lot of people's, um, you know, dealing with online. It's like, for example, a good example, um, the mall's deteriorating all yeah. across yes. the yes. country. And the one store that is arguably keeping malls afloat is Bath and Body Works. Uh Mm -hmm. And I tell my wife, like the only way that I think Bath and Body Works would, would do good outside the mall is obviously, you know, get out of the mall. And because I think if they're, if they're keeping them all alive, but like the thing is, is like they have an online store. My wife's ordered candles online. I'm Mm -hmm. like, do you know what it smells like? She's guessing. Right. Mm. And, and I feel like, that's the benefit of having a physical store is like, for example, scents and like to be able to look at jewelry because you can take all the pictures you want. But mm-hmm. like if until somebody holds it and like moves it around, then. Yeah. So. Right. Well, jewelry is can be an emotional purchase, too. And I think that we saw the opportunity, like Katie was saying, mm-hmm. we looked at these. Um, jewelers across the nation who are doing something different and very non-traditional. And so I think that like really lit something in us to, to bring that to Lafayette. And I don't know if you've ever had this experience where you walk into a store and you like don't feel comfortable or Mm -hmm. welcomed or it's a little too stuffy all the time. And (laughs) we just wanted to create a different experience. So I think we've done a good job of that. People come into our store and like are pleasantly surprised. Um, not only because of like the experience that we create and, you know, serving people champagne or offering, offering candy for the kids. Mm-hmm. Um, but also cause we offer things that are start at $20 yeah. and go up. And I think that's to go back to your point with the, um, Bath and Body Works. It's like, I have kids and my kids love that store. And mm-hmm. so, you know, it meant a lot for us to carry something that like my kids would wear. Mm-hmm. So like, we started an age group that like most jewelers don't start at, you know? Right. So yeah. Um, whenever I walked into like my first jewelry store, you know, I was well over 18 years old because, you know, I never, I never had the money to walk yeah, into. It wasn't meant mm. for children. Really. Yes. But like, 
for us, we wanted to make sure we had children's jewelry and things mm-hmm. that like my tween could wear, you know, that they could, you know, get on, yeah. get with their own money too. <laughs> right. Cause I mean, before that, wasn't it, or I think it's still in business, Claire's or icing and yeah. some other stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, that was essentially your, your kid's jewelry store. Yeah. Right. Uh, and, and it's, and it still is for, you know, people that like go to the mall and stuff, but yeah. we just wanted like a, Yeah. And that's just a small part of what we mm-hmm. do. You know, it's just about like having something for everyone, you know? Yeah. Um, but we definitely have the fine jewelry too. And that's kind of our specialty, I will say. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now that you got your physical store, do you, and you started as an online, mm-hmm. do you see online growing the most at the moment or is your physical store growing the most? Like, what does that look like our for you? Our physical store definitely is. We yeah. actually started with a little showroom upstairs um, very close to where we are now. And that grew so fast. Like our first Christmas in there, I think we had like five or six big guys shopping for their wives. And it was like, Oh gosh, like we have got to, we have got to get level something up. bigger. Yeah, they we got to level up. Yeah. They were basically touching shoulders. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like fighting oh, over diamonds. Wow. But, um, so yeah, right next to great harvest, we were to the right of it. And now we're to the left of yes. it. If you're looking at great harvest. Yeah. So you're yeah. right in the same little area. Right. Yes. In the same area. And we've mm-hmm. grown our team. We now have six, six women. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we also offer ear piercings in the store as well as permanent jewelry. So like we have a designated space for each one of those. So yeah. We needed that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, are, do you guys plan on like taking it outside of Lafayette or is it, is it, okay, you're shaking your head. <laughs> so one thing we yeah. didn't mention is that I live, so this all happened during COVID. Uh, right before COVID happened, my husband had gotten a promotion. And so we knew, again, mm-hmm. it goes back to like, oh, this the is only going to be an online thing. But um, we were like, okay. I can do this in Texas because we were moving to the woodlands and Katie can, you know, Katie and Michelle can handle everything here. So anyways, I go and move. And so now it's like the opportunity is finally coming, you know, to yeah. hopefully it's um, spring Texas is where I live. Like right okay. by woodlands and yep. it's booming. It's growing like crazy. Yeah. So yeah, so, yeah hopefully. Something we're working on. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 2024. Yeah. Well, sneak goal. peek there. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of want to go uh, back a little bit with each one of you. Like, what, Katie, what were you doing before Embark? Like, what was your job? What was you? Like, <laughs> um, my job was analyzing and researching customers. Um, where we all worked before, they have a huge customer base. And it was really like deciphering who the customer is or was where the opportunity was um, breaking down those 40,000 customers into different segments and making sure that the, the target was right. The message that we were giving them. Is this a jewelry business? Instantly. Instantly. Yes. yes. Uh, no need to mention that. Yeah. Well, um, and it's fine too, as well. I mean, we yeah. all learned so much. So, so we much wouldn't be there. where we are today if we didn't have that experience exactly. behind us. So yeah, yeah. exactly. So you guys all worked. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Wow. Uh-huh. That is wild. Like It is wild. Yes. Okay, so what were you guys doing before that? Like what <laughs> like coming out of high school, college, what was your goals in life huh. at that point? Wow. Like what, yeah. what did you imagine your life at that point? I never never thought I would own a jewelry. No, store. Never. Yeah. Never. Like that just didn't even cross my mind until it was the walk. It was the, the walk. COVID walk. It was. And y'all always laugh when I say this, but 
my grandmother always, her phrase was, when you get a pecan on the brain, and I don't know where that comes from, but... A pecan on the brain? A pecan the, on pecan. the brain, okay. I don't know. But <laughs> we Katie. got a pecan on the brain, and watch out. Like, when we put our minds on something, it mm-hmm. it happens. So Wow. It yeah. did. Wow, that's an interesting yeah, statement. So it we, happened. But we have some, <laughs> even like how you're asking, we do have some like, um, like Michelle lived in New York City, and yes. has like a, you know... Yeah, so my background was in the fashion industry um, and in design. So I started in New York right after college. Um, I got a minor in business, so I think that, like, sparked this, like, entrepreneurial fire Mm -hmm. in me. So I always, like, had that drive. Um, After New York, I moved back home, and I uh, started a personal styling business. So that was a lot of fun. And then I went... To work for the jewelry company, and um, then my husband actually moved to yeah, that's Houston right. too, mm-hmm. and so that's when I left that company and joined Embark, and um, it's been a lot of fun because I'm able to like flex that product and design arm, um, but also like we like to say, I'm the strategist of the group. Absolutely, I'm like always thinking of like how every aspect of the business is affected by decisions we make. So. Um, I think, you know, the three of us make a really good team. We all have very different strengths. Mm-hmm. Very <laughs> like, different. Yeah. Very different, <laughs> yes. Yeah. But, yeah, it all works. It all comes together. Yeah. And then for me, my background was always in marketing. So I was always just working with um, local companies here. Um, I moved a couple of times in a couple of different areas. But each experience has, like, mm-hmm. brought um, just more and more experience to uh, what we can use to today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah. So Aaron worked, did, did a lot of different like marketing things, PR for different companies. But I'm more of like, I like dream big, big yes. ideas. Yes. Yes. And it's sometimes hard to be like, okay, now we have to execute on these ideas. <laughs> but like, I'm the big yeah. dreamer. Yeah. Like, yeah. So who's the executor? If you're the dreamer, who's the executor? <laughs> I would say Katie. Katie. I would All say right. me, probably. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I like the little worker bee. Like, it's. Because I think. Going into, you know, any business by yourself or on your own, um, you you always, everybody has ideas. I, mm-hmm. I feel like everybody has an idea. And I know I have my business partners, they, they would tell me, you know, an idea is great, but it's worth nothing mm-hmm. right. until you execute it. I'm yep. like, God, I, I really do hate hearing that because there's some really good ideas out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then they just go away. Yeah. Right. Until or you're... someone has come and done that exact idea. Yeah. They right. steal your right. idea. Right. Yeah. And then and then it's a sh- then it's a shot in the gut. Mm-hmm. Whenever oh, like especially if it's your idea. Oh like, yeah. So I always tell this story, and it's and it's probably the most at least for me it's not meaningless, but it's meaningless to probably the majority of the people. <laughs> but so I was working at uh, Wendy's in Sulphur um, right out of high school. And uh, that's when I, that was like, whenever I got out of high school, that was my big move away from the small country town of Turkey Creek. And so I went to Sulphur, Lake Charles area, started working at Wendy's. And at that time, uh, that was right after Katrina. Mm. And so they started paying really good. It was like mm-hmm. 525 was the minimum, but they were paying like over seven. I was like, oh, that's pretty good, yeah. at least in that, in that time. But I remember um, my getting close to the end of my round over there. Um, Wendy said came out with the the vanilla frosty and the, mm-hmm. so they always had the mm-hmm. chocolate but they came out with vanilla and me being in the kitchen and being friends with a bunch of people in the kitchen we're all kind of coming up with ideas to what to do with the vanilla ice cream and 
or frosty. I don't know if it's technically it's soft serves. I don't know mm-hmm. if they call it ice cream. Mm-hmm. Um, so like we would experiment, like we would just take it and like things that were, you would do with ice cream that would, that seemed obvious. So like we would make Coke floats and root beer floats mm-hmm. yum, and yum. it was not on the menu. It was never going to be on the menu, at least Ooh. in that that aspect, unless there was a marketing person that was already coming up with it. <laughs> but for us little peons in the kitchen, we were like, oh, we created That's this really idea. idea. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and like, then I like coffee milk growing up mm-hmm. as in the country. My the grandma show, yeah. would make yes. coffee milk and I was, I was craving that, that flavor, that taste. And I was like, you know what? I said, we're kind of slow. I'm going to go get a frosty and I'm going to pour ice cream. I mean, uh, pour uh, coffee, just straight black coffee over it. Ooh, and don't add any sugar because the, the frosty yeah. has sugar in it. So I mixed it, got the, the color, the caramelly color that I remember as a kid. And I took a sip. I'm like, dude, this is it good. is like that straight up so coffee good. milk. Like it's good. I'm pretty sure there's a, a, a fancier name like Cafe LA or something like that for yeah. it. But I was like, why? Why isn't this not on the menu? And so we have uh, we had our GM, but we also had a um, district manager. And so the district manager was the closest person to, like, the, the bigger bosses. And she came through the drive-thru to check on us. And I said, ma'am, we need to put Coke floats and uh, coffee ice cream on the menu, however you want to label it. She goes, oh, they're never going to do that. That's They're probably not going to do that. I'm like, why? Yeah. So – um, not long after I quit there and went to a better job, uh, I was in Lake Charles doing some other stuff in the plants, and I saw a commercial for Wendy's with Coke floats, uh, root beer floats, <laughs> and, like, Stop it. and, yeah, and then I'm serious. They did the ice cream thing with the coffee. I'm like, dude, <laughs> not long either. Idea. But yeah. I don't think, honestly, I, I don't think it, they got it from me. I'm pretty sure that was like, it felt like an obvious thing that you would do, mm-hmm. but just that right there, I felt like it was a shot in the gut because yeah. like that was my idea. Totally. In my mind, it was my idea, but <laughs> yep. they executed it on it, and so they had the the market for it. And I was like, dude, but they don't offer it anymore. It's weird. I think they still have vanilla. Mm. No, no. Oh yeah, they sell vanilla. I'm okay. sure. Katie would know. Well, yeah. and you they, have to dip your fries in it. Yeah, that's I was going to say, where's yeah. the fry combo? Yeah, okay. that's my favorite. The fry and the frosty thing. I I despised that for the longest time until recently. Uh, a buddy of mine. I know. I know. Buddy of mine, we went to Jason's Deli, and he said, you should dip a, a potato chip in your ice cream. I'm like, uh, that seems interesting. Like, that's almost like fries and an ice cream. I know mm-hmm. we're on a tangent right now, but um, sure enough, I did it, and I was like, now I got to try it with the fry. Yeah. Right. Sure oh, enough. Yeah. It's good. Potatoes and ice cream, the most weirdest thing, but it's so good. It's a salty sweet. I know. It's good. I know. But we could, we're on a tangent. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm like, I could. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um I guess, like, where do where do you ultimately want to see embark? Like, like obviously it's online, but like you have the location in Lafayette, mm-hmm. a, a pending possible location somewhere else. Like, is this the idea? Is to create satellite locations across the country, or like, what's the what's the big idea? I don't know if you want to mention the, no. all of the ideas. Yeah, all the I, ideas. I'm looking to see who's going to grab this one. Well. Yeah. <laughs> I think for a while in the beginning, it was like our big idea changed so much because the business was evolving so quickly. So it was like we were, we wanted to be online and then we were doing these pop-ups. So we would like travel all over the state, even in Texas. I don't even know. We went to Nashville, like many different places. We did these Mm -hmm. pop-ups. So we thought about, you know, should we take this on the road, have a pop-up team? You know, there's been lots of different like 
big picture things. But I think one thing we always go back to is we want to be a household name, you know, just like, I don't know, any huge company that you think of. I mean, this yeah. is like really big, but like Nike, you know, right? that's, that's like really big, but <laughs> pipe dream. Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. So we want to become a household name. We want our online business to be like, we would love to have a separate location. That's just pumping out online mm-hmm. orders. orders. Um, and I think the experience that we have and that we offer customers in our store, I think it's imperative to try to continue to replicate that um, in order to to get to where we want to go and for as many people as we want to find out about us. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I think that's the big, yeah, that's the big one for me. It's just making sure people are having a great experience Mm because it's it goes back again to what we were saying earlier. If you've walked into a store and you haven't had like that warm feeling. I, I, that's not the experience we're trying to bring. Yeah. We want mm-hmm. people to be able to walk in. Approachable. Com- yeah, be approachable, be comfortable. We're, mm-hmm. you know, even though it says fine jewelry, you know, in our name, like people, sh- I want people to like know that it's an everyday piece that you can wear or it's a, an approachable business that you can just come. Yeah. So I, and you mentioned, I know you guys mentioned that not having mm-hmm. a stuffy atmosphere, like what would you describe a stuffy atmosphere? Like, I know it's kind of hard to kind of put description on it, but like for me, um, I got my wife's ring at a well-known jewelry store in Lafayette. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to say the name, but if I had to envision what quote unquote stuffy looked like, Mm -hmm. I kind of leaned on that for this place. Um, While their customer service is really good, the styling of the place seemed outdated mm-hmm. um carpet on the floor you know that's a 90 80s 90s early 2000s maybe if that thing and just the the overall decor just felt older um but good quality stuff mm-hmm. what would you like what was what's the stuffiness like how do you define that I, i'll kind of take this one <laughs> i would say a big part of it is it's our business model. Um, we're not going to necessarily like try to sell you something out of the case. We want to hear what you want and then find it create or it create for it mm-hmm. for you. So it's not, we don't have like sales quota. You have to sell this, 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 this kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and we're not selling other brands necessarily. Like it's, it's our pieces that we're creating um, for those Mm-hmm. For what the customer wants. And look, there's nothing against these other places no. because their business model also works. Yeah. You know, we're not trying to shoot anybody down by any means, but but I think that there's space for everyone. And mm. I think there's definitely a desire for what we've created, you know, just like this, you know, yeah. more, um, I guess just not so uptight maybe in like we're is not what wearing, I've experienced, and, and we're not, not even wearing, in Lafayette. It's yeah, we just don't like, wear suits. Like we kind of like you know we have we're like, approachable. Just, yeah, we just every day we wear our everyday clothes that we would wear you know out and about with our friends and stuff. And so I don't know. It's just it's just a little different. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it's kind of hard to kind of actually pinpoint it. Pinpoint it. Is. it. Yeah. yeah. Really, I mean, we struggle with it's like, like trying vibe. to figure out those mm-hmm. words, but it is people. They just get it when you come in. You know, it's just more the aesthetic is a little more hip on trend. Mm-hmm. Light, the different bright. price points. Yeah, yeah light, bright. Yeah. We had a mom come in, um, I think it was yesterday, 
and we were all sitting having a meeting and we heard this sound. I thought it was a car like screeching. Oh, no. <laughs> and then one of the girls that works with us was like, no, no, it's, it's the a lady baby. with her baby. And we all got up and we went over and the baby was adorable. But like in other jewelry stores, you wouldn't necessarily bring your baby. Right. Like your okay. toddler necessarily where we're, we love that we're moms, you know, it, God, I, I don't, I don't want to offend anybody by saying this, but I, that's the vibe I get going into a Catholic church. I'm not Catholic. Okay. So like yeah. if there's a screaming baby, like yeah, who's, right. who's got the screaming <laughs> kid, like take them to the cry room or something like that. Yeah. So I keep my baby in the church. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it's just that that's the, the thing I get. It's like if, if, you have to feel almost embarrassed to bring your kids there. Like, you know, right. Like don't yeah. touch anything. Yeah. 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 We were mm-hmm. touched. Like we'll pull stuff out of the case. You can try on. Okay. We, we can encourage also put it. Netflix on for your kids. Too, yes. To come and watch. Look at yeah. that. We've done that we'll entertain your baby when you're well, getting an ear we'll, piercing. Yeah. We'll hold them for nice. you. We have candy ready to go. And then you can also call the store and we will go and bring you your bag as well if you don't want to get down yeah we'll like we totally to understand that too because yeah. i mean we've all been there to get the baby out to try of the car get, exactly <laughs> to just, carry the car seat or carry the baby you know yeah. we understand like it can just be like a almost like a toot and scoot yeah you know, kind okay. of situation yeah. yeah nice well and that's like the mom group definitely that you know we cater towards but then it's the younger age too like you can come and get your first ear piercing with us we start mm-hmm. at the age six and above um, we have girls that bring their prom dresses in and we'll help them figure out what to wear with it. You know, so it's, it's, you kind of like start with embark when you're younger and then it's hopefully more personalized. Experience. Yeah, it is. Yeah. You embark on a journey, right? Yeah. You embark on a journey. Yeah. All right. So I do have to get my sponsors mentioned. We, okay. we did get a little over on my timing, but that's fine. Um, we do have a comment too. Uh, Jamie Poche says, love it. Dream big ladies. <laughs> Thanks, Jamie. That's so sweet. (laughs) Okay, so uh, my first sponsor, and I'll say my first sponsor. My first sponsor was Chase Group Construction. My first sponsor for this segment is uh, none other than the Music Academy of Acadiana. So um, you probably heard me talk about them all the time, but um, I do have my same notes, and they're good notes. Uh, Basically, if you want to learn music, if you are – suck if you suck at music or if you're great at music this is the company to check out uh they teach students of all ages and styles uh so if you want to learn piano uh if you think you want to try to learn guitar if you think you have a good voice if you don't have a good voice and you want to improve your voice you can do that there drums violin uh saxophone i always do the whole kenny g thing because i love kenny g and the saxophone is right up there flute and if you want to learn how to make music sound good, maybe you don't sound good, but if you want to make music sound good, you can do audio production too. They teach that there. Ultimately, it's founded by UL Lafayette Music School graduate Tim Benson, who uh, helps the company run efficiently because he's the one who created it. And uh, they've won national recognition and consistently voted as a top music school in the Acadian area since 2016. Uh, they make music lessons fun, educational, to help foster the next generation of musicians and creative thinkers. So you can check them out, their website, musicacademyacadiana.com. And then next, we have EPS, or Electronic Protection Systems. So EPS is a 20-year-old company and running. They just expanded to Houston, Texas. They are a smart home security and whole home water conditioning system company. Um, I basically, I got introduced to them whenever we bought our first, uh, our second home last year, and we had 
one security company that we didn't like anymore because it was too expensive and they're not local. And they showed up right on time and said, hey, we have security systems. Do you need one? I'm like, well, just kind of interesting that you drive up because I'm <laughs> like in a mode of like thinking about switching over. He goes, well, here's our prices and this is that. And, you know, I'll talk about it. So I bought their products. They came in and showed me the, the discounts and the fact that they're local. And I loved that. So we got a security system. And then about six months later, they were like, hey, we also just started doing water conditioning units, out, like for whole home. And they said we do free water tests. I'm like, I think my water is probably fine. I'm not on the Karen Crow water system. I'm on LUS water system. But no no shade against Karen Crow. They're improving. But, like, I think my water's fine. So they came in. They did a water test. And my water was super hard. I think all this, this whole area, the water is really hard. Mm -hmm. And it was, it had like certain levels of chlorine that wasn't terrible, but like, wasn't great. I'm like, you know what? Sure. I'll get the water system. What's another bill to add? But it wasn't that bad. Um, basically it eliminates having to use or buy water bottles. So like, if you like drinking filtered water, it's all filtered. Uh, you're, Water tastes better, smells better, uh, and it also is really good for your appliances too. So like your washers, your dishwashers, it doesn't corrode and like mm. all the sediment in the, mm -hmm. the line. So like before, I would have to take a little filter off of my washing machine and it was full of like red, rusty sediment. Yeah. And then yeah. I'd have to like clean it out in the sink and then so my washer can get a good flow of water. And now I don't have to do that. So I this. Yeah, so there you go. Sold. If, yeah. if you want to check them out, I have a link here. It is a referral link, so we can make some money off of it, too. Uh, it's link.developinglafayette.com slash EPS, or you can just go to their website, eps-online.com. I won't make any referral money off of that website if you go to that one, but if you go to the link one that I just showed you or told you about, we'll make some extra money. So if you love us, do 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 click that link or go to that link. So yeah, EPS, thank you. Uh, Music Academy, a thank you as well. And Chase Group, of course, thank you. All right, so that is our sponsors. Um, I I wanted to um, ask you guys about being woman-owned. Mm. Uh, you mentioned, one of you guys mentioned woman-owned and you have like, what did you say? Six, six, like six female employees. Six, uh, yeah, mm. so there's a lot of women. Mm -hmm. yes. Okay. What like how how important is it for you guys to be woman owned? Is that was that like a thing that you guys wanted to do, or did it just kind of happen because your friends like? Is that a thing that helps you in business, or do you do you think it hurts you? Like, what is what are your thoughts on woman owned? Well, you probably never really thought about it that much. I'm not sure. I mean, I think the first thing that comes to my mind. I'm sure you all have thoughts too, mm -hmm. but. I, we, I think, are very successful because we know what women want. And so, like, we are very in touch with, like, what is trending, what is new. We try to stay on top of that all the time. Um, and we – I lost my train of thought. Well, we all have our but own style and vibe, too. Yeah, which helps, like, you know, cater to different types of women and their style. Right, for our customers. And then I'd say for our employees, too, like – yeah. You know, we, we get it. We're women, yeah. we're yeah. moms, like we understand. Mm -hmm. um, one of our employees has two little girls and is pregnant for her third. So it's like, we understand. Cool. Yeah, like if yeah. you need to go do this or that or yeah. um, all the doctor's but, appointments. Yeah, it's just like empowering our, you know, our, our team. other team, team members. So it's just, I don't know, it's really cool to see. Like, you know, we got some really good experience mm -hmm. um, yes. in our past that we are trying to now, you know, 
um, give to some of our employees who have not maybe worked in like the corporate world before, but, you know, trying to like show them some of the things that we've learned in the right. corporate, you know, settings. And yeah, I think it's really cool. Just like empowering other women to, yeah. you know, see yeah. businesses in a different light. We're not against like having males on the no. team by any means. It's just kind of naturally happened this way. Yep. Um, but like the team growing the team and fostering like their growth and their career path is something that like, truly gets me out of bed in the morning. They mean the world to me. And uh, we've started this thing where it's like a little learning series for the team. We had like mm-hmm. um, Adair Harrington come this this past week and give the team like self-breast exam education and education on breast cancer for October. Mm-hmm. Um, we have things planned for the next few months that we're going to do just to just help educate them and grow them in their personal lives and their professional lives. So Something really yeah, important to it. us. And then I'd say, too, um, just like the support system we have, like we have a really, really good team of women here that we've reached out to, and we have kind of like this little networking. monthly networking yes. huddle. Um, I'll give shout-outs. Megan Savoy from La Femme, Lauren Bercier, SB Blooms, and Natalie with Swoon. I mean, like we will go to dinners. We just – we're like open books with yeah. each other. So it's very, very helpful just to have those like other <laughs> – mentored uh, strong women to lean on yeah Yeah. so it's interesting over the past i've been doing this developing life i think since 2012 so like what 11 years almost 12 years Mm -hmm. um i have seen more women-owned businesses Mm -hmm. start up than i think i've ever seen in my life Mm -hmm. and i mean I was 24 whenever I started developing. No, I was 24 when I moved here. I was 26 whenever I started developing Lafayette. So, like, my experience with business in general was very little at that point. And so I never really paid attention, like, who's women-owned and what's men-owned. And at that time, there was no big push for women-owned businesses. There wasn't an emphasis on that Mm -hmm. until the past, like, I want to say seven, eight years, Mm -hmm. it feels like. So I've noticed... Uh, the majority of the businesses that I write about have a woman owner. And I'm like, good job. I mean, like, yeah, I'm, cool. I'm, I love it because there's some women out there. You mentioned Lauren Bercier. Mm-hmm. Dude. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's amazing. She's, She's a, a good boss. Yeah. Like, her husband is shadowed. <laughs> and he knows it. He knows it. He carries. He's, he's very successful in his own right. He is. Yeah, he is. He is. Yeah. But yeah. He's, he knows he's the purse holder at this yeah. point. He, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's true. Colin, if we you're listening, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you, you know funny. it. Um, <laughs> Hold that purse. <laughs> but like, it's a cute purse she too. was just <laughs> on uh, national news. Yeah, yeah, I CBS. mean, yeah, it's mm-hmm. huge. I'm yeah. like, and I and I remember interviewing her for our one of our monthly Cox Business Profiles, mm-hmm. and this was when she had a very small little um, office space, not even a warehouse. It was like this little thing off of, uh, I think it's not Beetle, off of Bendel. Bendel, yes. Yeah, I, was gonna say oil I went there. Uh-huh. Yeah, so right there, and it was like hard to find and like super cramped. And we did an interview in there, and like like I said, it was cramped. Like we were just kind of mm-hmm. fitting in, and they were like busting out of the seams there. Yeah, and then got this huge space in the north side of Lafayette. Uh, already expanded yeah. that. Yeah, yes. yeah. and have blown That's out awesome. of that. And it's just so cool to know that like she even said like she never. In her 
Wildest Dreams thought that she would ever have something like that. Like, mm-hmm. she said her husband was the, the driving force to help her push to doing it because she was, like, apprehensive and, like... She was mm-hmm. a teacher before. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. It's wild. That's it's crazy. Wild. But it's it also wild. cool, too, like... It's from Lafayette. There are so many successful people that come from Lafayette. And then again, like me being out in Texas, people are like, oh, yeah. Like I know so many people from Lafayette, Louisiana it's that true. are business owners. Mm-hmm. And like uh, it's just wild. Yeah. Like, I think we just breed good people. Like it's just, <laughs> That's, it's it's just the water. The, it's the water. <laughs> no, it's just the community. It's um, family. You know, yeah. it's good I think schools. it's like loyalty and people truly have this like desire to uplift local businesses. Mm-hmm. Like it's we true. were at the Better Business Bureau event last night and I'm like, I want to go to this place, this place. Absolutely. Like, I want to help support all these businesses I learned about last night, you yeah. know? Um, yeah. So yeah. I'm in Leadership Lafayette mm-hmm. and uh-huh. our, um, the last, like the closing retreat was last Friday and a guy who grew up in Gaydon who lives in Dallas now, he's like a, um, a, a screenwriter. He does stuff for like productions in Dallas area. And he came in, did our, he facilitated our closing retreat and he mentioned something that kind of stayed with me. And if you look at all the major cities in Louisiana, mm. they all have something in common except for Lafayette. Mm. What do you think that is? What think about all the cities? What is, what do they have in common that Lafayette does not have necessarily? Hmm. I'm dumbfounded. I don't like Lafayette's missing that they have or we have something that they don't. So when a city is founded or like started for a reason, like why would people settle here? Mm. We don't have a port. Oh, true. What what is driving Lafayette's economy in the beginning that, you know, Lake Charles has a port. Yeah. Uh, Baton Rouge Rouge has a port. New Orleans has a port. Even Shreveport. Bozier, yeah. they have the river there. They have their own True. access. We got the pavilion. No, <laughs> no boat. No boat is like mm-hmm. yeah, no. big boat is going down for <laughs> kayaks. Yeah, right. You know, uh, but he, he, when he said that, he's like, we are one of the only cities that are thriving that started without a major institution here. Like a, like a big company didn't come settle mm-hmm. in Lafayette and create Lafayette. Right. Like mm-hmm. Detroit is built off of the automotive industry. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's why Detroit's in this weird predicament. Like the automotive industry is in a rocky spot. And like, yeah. we don't have a big automotive industry here. We have the oil field. I mean, I guess you can think that, but other than that, it's like. Yeah. We really diversified with the healthcare. I think that really yes. helped as yeah. well. Oh, yeah. But you are so right. Like we really don't have, but I think it's really just the culture of the people. And a lady mm-hmm. last night, she was very funny. Um, they lived in New Orleans, and then it was Katrina oh, yes. that, oh, yeah. that took them over here. And she called us the Beverly Hills of <laughs> Louisiana. Oh, no. uh, yes, and I was like, uh, oh. I just thought it was like kind of cool. Like they just love, they love it here. Like yeah. they lived in New Orleans for a really long time, and people that like live in New Orleans love New Orleans. Yeah, yeah it's like right. do or so, die. But like, <laughs> I know a lot of people that have moved, you know, since Katrina and like stayed here in Lafayette and people just like, they just love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it, such it, a good culture here. It is. And like even the food. So oh, yeah. the food, the food <laughs> argument, let me tell you. So when 
Uh, and I, I'm kind of, I instigate a little bit about the food in, in the South Louisiana area, especially if you go to North Louisiana, it's not Cajun. Oh, no, There's no. nothing Cajun. It's no, it's no. country. No, it's, it's Southern it's country, food. It's Arkansas. It's Arkansas. It's, it is definitely South Arkansas. Oh, Alexandria yeah. up is South Arkansas, and they know it. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like, it's just, even the, like, and this is a quick tangent, but like the Acadiana flag, you don't really see that too many other places, even though Acadiana is 22 parishes, mm-hmm. you only really see that in the Lafayette, maybe St. Landry and New Iberia area, like really close to the Lafayette parish area. But yeah, it's a, it, we are a very tight knit community here. Um, so not to lose my train of thought, but um, <laughs> going back to the food thing um, in conversations with people and like starting, starting, some mess on Facebook and other social medias. Um, I would tell people, I would basically start by saying, you know, the food in Acadiana is actual, real good Cajun food and better and arguably better than food in New Orleans. So, and it it is different. And the the food in New Orleans is great. Don't get me wrong, but you got to find the Creole places there. You do. There's no Cajun is like Bunet, my brother, he obviously grew up with us, but he lives in New Orleans now. He met a girl there, moved there. That's that's how that happens. Uh, mm-hmm. But we have to bring him Bunet. Mm-hmm. And if they come visit, they pick up like packs of Bunet oh, yeah. to bring wow. it because they don't have good Bunet. There. Oh, yeah. No, that's what my dad Dundo. does. Every time oh, yeah. we have family visit, he get, he goes to Best Stop, gets the Bunet. Mm-hmm. The boudin balls, cracklins. It's like so you good. just know it's going to be there on the kitchen yeah. table. <laughs> yeah. So it's like I think like on top of you, you know, you you mentioned the business and this. The, I, I think it's like grit. We have like a certain grit mm-hmm. about this area. Uh, and everybody, everybody in every their own city thinks that they have their own grit. It, they have their own grit to some extent. But like Lafayette was built off of people just really grabbing their bootstraps and like oh, saying, yeah. Hey, let's get to work. And mm-hmm. like, we have such a good, strong business support community here that in other places you, you really don't feel that. Like there's mm-hmm. something about yeah. Lafayette and I, and I always ask everybody like, what, like if they're, they're, if they're not from here, I'm like, what, what made you stay here? Mm-hmm. And the easy answer is all, you know, the people and the culture, but like there's all, I'm try I always try to nail down, like, what is that thing? Yeah, and it's so hard to to really touch. It's mm-hmm. hard to put your finger on because we're so we're so unique. And even though I didn't technically grow up in Lafayette, I was close enough to where I had a my great grandmother was like almost one hundred percent French. My grandmother she had to learn English, and then uh, I don't know what happened with me. I there is no French <laughs> speaking out of me. Like Mela is the thing I know, like Gadeon <laughs> stuff like that. But um, you know, it just. I felt I, I lived in Lake Charles, like I mentioned, Sulphur area. I didn't feel a connection there. Yeah. I had yeah. a couple of friends. Yeah. But there wasn't this like tightness. Like magnetic tightness, light, like aura, yeah. magnetic, like yeah. kind of mm-hmm. feel that makes you think, man, I can make something here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Lafayette, mm-hmm. yeah. there's this weird pull, like You're just drawn. I really I really relate to like what you talk about, the like pulling your bootstraps up mm-hmm. because I think us three are really like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, you yeah. Know? That's how we were raised. That's Absolutely. how we were raised. That's like the families we come from. I mean, I come from a line of entrepreneurs and mm-hmm. it's just like, you just do it, you know? Um, and I think since becoming a mom, um, less than a year ago, it's like you get even a, a bigger fire in you, um, to just like 
do as much as you can do in the hours that you have at work so that you can go home and like yeah. enjoy your time with your family and good food and good, and good food, food. Yeah. yeah and maybe some margaritas yeah always a margarita um but i wanted to tell you too what's funny is that even in my like area that i live in in spring texas um <laughs> yeah. we have yeah. a community of people and they're all from lafayette Wow. But they call us the mafia because we literally just <laughs> like stick together. It runs thick. I mean, it's like if I need a pack of Buddha uh -huh. or, you know, some roux from somebody, whatever I need, I know that I can call my oh, friends yeah. the in mafiette. the neighborhood, the mafia. The mafia. Yes. I love that. Stick together. Yeah. Yeah, Watch out. Together. Wow. Mm -hmm. And it's crazy that like we all ended up in like the same area. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, y'all are all like less than a five mile radius yes. around from each that other. That is weird. Yeah. It's a fun group. It's yeah, I bet group. it is. Oh, I bet it is. <laughs> like, yeah. so. And we got some movers and shakers over there. It's crazy. Yeah. And they, again, all came right. from Lafayette. Lafayette. It's great. Yeah. It's true. Mm -hmm. And, so, you know, it, it, I love that we have such powerful people that are from the Lafayette or living in the Lafayette area that came, like, started here. Um, it worries me, though. Anytime somebody becomes successful, I always ask, are you going to leave mm -hmm. this area? Mm -hmm. Like, because a lot of people have this idea that Lafayette is a small town. It is. It's a small town. It's a small town with the big city attitude, mm -hmm. in, a, in a way. Um, we want to be bigger than what we are, but we want to keep it small. It's, like, weird. Yes. But, like, always ask, are you going to, like, move your business? Are you going to expand out and, like, mm -hmm. right. get, a, get a house somewhere else? And they're like... Usually, like, no, not right. like, mm -mm. especially after COVID, they're, they're like, why would I need to do that? Like, yeah, right. the internet has made it possible where mm -hmm. you can live anywhere you want, mm -hmm. really, yep. unless you want to live somewhere specific that is unique that you want to get that Lafayette doesn't have. Um, you can live anywhere, really, if, as long as you, if you can remote work. So, like, mm -hmm. why would, like, so, for example, the person I asked specifically that was uh, Tom Cox with golfballs.com. Mm -hmm. I used to work mm -hmm. for him. Mm -hmm. And, um, he could bring his business anywhere. And when I first yeah. found out that golfballs.com was headquartered in Lafayette, I said, yeah. right. really? Mm -hmm. Like, that just seems like it should belong in California. Yeah, yeah it's fascinating. Like, golfballs.com is a high-profile domain name. Right. Yes. Like, that should be in Silicon Valley. Why are you in Lafayette off of Johnson Street? Yeah. So it was just really cool to know that even from, like, my infancy here in Lafayette to know that, like, we have some companies here that are big. Yeah. That started here, and now with Lauren making waves, like that's what I was gonna say. Yeah. Right. She, I say a wave, that's a tsunami. She is even we, like a Katie and an ambulance, yeah, that like too. In Houston, I see it over there, you know, I see their ambulances, and I'm like, wait, what? Like, why <laughs> it's crazy. does it, you know, like that, yeah. it's crazy to see the Katie and a name, like, I know, know all the way over there, yeah. What's We've, weird is growing up, I thought Acadian ambulances was the ambulance for the country. I thought that was the only <laughs> was ambulance funny. that existed. Right. Yeah. Because, I mean, obviously, being from here, that's pretty much all you see. And right. uh, there's some other ones. But, uh, yeah, I just thought Acadian ambulance was everywhere. Yeah. Until I go to Las Vegas, and I'm like, there's no Acadian ambulances <laughs> here. <laughs> like, why not? That's, that's great. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, Lauren, man, um, I, I am super impressed with that person. Mm -hmm. Um we did a panel with her for one Acadian. It was a ladies' lunch, I think, and it was on that topic, like why you know why, why stay, here? why stay, mm -hmm. yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. It was like a, yeah, she literally can, you know, mm -hmm. yeah, she can be anywhere, yeah, yeah. the airport, sure. yeah. You know, well, and having Stellar here definitely helps with that. You know, yeah. there's right. a huge, 
huge, you know, shipment Plane. going out every I evening. I know. With FedEx. It's crazy. Yeah. Okay, so you mentioned Stellar, I'm, uh, and I wasn't going to mention <laughs> Stellar, but so I interviewed Matt, uh-huh. and cool. we talked about different things, and I don't know if it was him that mentioned this specifically, but it was brought up in, in my time of, like, in the, during the interview process that Stellar... The reason why we have FedEx here mm-hmm. the yeah. way we have it mm-hmm. is because of Stellar. Yeah, right. he paved the way. Yeah. Absolutely. And whenever everybody. I, I mm-hmm. learned that, I was like, that is wild. Like, without Stellar, we wouldn't have the Mm-mm. one-day shipment Mm-mm. out of Lafayette mm-hmm. that we do. Mm-hmm. Right. Because, you know, everyone has benefit from from that. Yeah. 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 And it's... it. And he's such a, like, I, I, the, the limited time that I had with him, he seemed like a pretty humble guy. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, but like without a, without a college degree and everything, like literally, he's, he's truly cool. an innovator. Yeah. You know, like oh, 100%. Yeah. Just to come up with a stellar and be the, you know, like go to FedEx and say like, I need this out of Lafayette, Louisiana. I mean, just all the different things uh, yeah. from his story yeah. is yeah fascinating. But, but let me tell you, like if you're putting the volume out that stellar is putting out mm-hmm. and you show like if, especially it, it helps if you know the FedEx uh, founders and all that stuff. I yeah. think I think he knew the founders. It was uh, he had a high up connection, yeah. um, and you tell them like, hey, I I really want to make like one day shipment out of Lafayette happen, and this is how much volume. I'm like, if you have enough volume, I'm, I'm thinking if you present that to FedEx and be like, look, it's it's gonna work. It's a win win. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like it's really cool. I the. We can Bold. talk about all the success. Yeah. Like it's yeah. it's really crazy to think about. Like you, there's always another person that you think about. Like oh wow, they're like mm-hmm. huge too. Um, I mean, we have the Boone Capital of the world here, even right. though that's self proclaimed. It's not official. <laughs> um, it's official now because we we proclaim, proclaimed it enough. Because um, <laughs> we said it. Yeah, exactly. It's just, but like there's some we're we're the, this area is so well known for so many different things, mm-hmm. and I would feel weird to to leave here like i feel like i'm like if i leave here i'm, I'm gonna be missing something and i, I don't know if oh, you yeah. get that but you have mm-hmm. your mafia so you have a little taste <laughs> but uh i i have always imagined like oh i could live I've, i thought about living in las vegas one time because i was in graphic design and you know their advertising systems over there are huge and like that'd be mm-hmm. the place i want to go but i went there a couple times i'm like it's not home it's it's so commercialized it's eh. I mean, nobody that lives there likes the strip. So I'm like, we we like everything about Lafayette <laughs> yeah. except for yeah. Ambassador. We could do it without Ambassador, uh, but yeah. um, I mean, we don't hate anything about the, our town really, except for you know small and like insignificant things. But like mm-hmm. like the main thing in Las Vegas, nobody there likes it, right? Because mm-hmm. it's so commercialized and the casinos. But just um, yeah, I I, I got lived on the in tangent. Salt Lake City for um, a short time, and I always said like if anything I could do was literally just pick up the people and the culture from here sure. and move it to Salt Lake uh, yeah. City, you know, just so that we would have like, cause we're already so outdoorsy yeah. and we would have the mountains, we would have, you know, the rivers and skiing, you know, skiing yeah. all the things, but also you just need the culture. You need the food, yeah. you need the people. Yeah. yeah. And it would be the best town ever, you know, mm-hmm. but we already are the best town. We just need, I was just saying, we, we're such so, outdoors people yeah. that we don't have a mountain. We don't flag. have not a mountain in sight. <laughs> no, it's, we are so flat. It, yeah. We, yes. Yeah, like, okay. So one of my leadership days, we went to the 12th floor. I know, so high up. 
of the uh, our one skyscraper. All right, yeah. I think we have the highest floor. I think we have two. Chase and uh, First Horizon are our our two tallest buildings. Um, We have a couple of other tall buildings, (laughs) but like so, the First Horizon, formerly Iberia Bank building, we were the twelfth floor, the boardroom they call it, Mm -hmm. and it was a huge room, huge floor to ceiling windows, and. Just standing at the window looking out, like, I could see so far. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is cool. But going to Tennessee and or even just driving up to Tennessee from Louisiana, mm-hmm. if you don't fly, like, driving up is unique because you can actually see the elevations change. Yeah. And mm-hmm. if you if you watch on your phone, like, the elevation uh, meter, you go from, we're at, like, 36 feet above uh-huh. sea level here, uh-huh. maybe mm-hmm. 20 Um and like you go, you start driving up into uh, like North Mississippi, the Alabama area. Like you get into the seven that you know, oh, seven hundred yeah. to one thousand elevation, yeah. and then you get to Tennessee. You get into the two thousand, and you're like, and then you get into a building, or you go to a, like an elevated spot, and you don't see past the mountains. Mm-hmm. Like it's no. like the mountains are so close. You're like, I can see so far in Lafayette. Like it's, <laughs> I can almost see the ocean yeah. <laughs> from twelfth floor building. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. so it's we're so yeah. flat. Yeah, so we're like, so flat. We 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 do have our own outdoorsy type of stuff. Like if you like to kayak, we're yes. definitely good for that. Sure. Um, hunting, you know, I'm not a hunter. I've tried hunting. I didn't like it because mm-hmm. I don't eat ex- exotic meat. I'll mm-hmm. just call it that, like no, squirrel, right. yeah, deer. Yeah. I know it's deer is like mm-hmm. this fancy meat, but I can't eat it. Mm-hmm. I just can't. No, even duck. Mm-mm. Oh, no. I I've yeah, had no. duck tenders at Spoonbill. Pretty um, good. Pretty good. I'll, I, that was my like second time in my life eating duck. The first time was at my aunt's house, and she was like, "This is all we got to eat." I'm like, "Okay, I'm gonna eat <laughs> okay, duck." Then. Yeah. But yeah, yeah um, I think it, it's. But I think we we can't have everything, and I know that. Yeah. So I think if we have the su- successful people that we have, and we have mm-hmm. our culture and our food, um, I think I'm good with that. Oh, yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah. I can go to Tennessee for the mountains. I can go yep. to Las Vegas for the lights or you know whatever. <laughs> right. But sure, uh, I can always. Yeah. Con- I know the yeah. spear is cool, but so we'll, cool. we won't go on that tangent. That's really cool. Um, but I can. I know I can always come back to Lafayette where it just it's it's home and yeah. um, and the humidity hits you. Yeah, that. It does. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Um, so a couple more things. I know we, we got on this like kind of emotional type of situation where we're talking about home and all the success that we have here that's breeding somehow. Um, you guys do a lot with Caroline's Cookies, right? We have done some partnerships yeah. with her. Yeah, she's awesome. So, we started right at the same time, too. Yeah. We yeah. launched. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's another woman-owned business. It is. Yes. And majority of the people she has working with her are women. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think she has a business partner. I think he's a, he's a man. Mm-hmm. And um, I think her brother, too. Yeah, Reese. Says a lot yeah. of the social All the media photography and the website. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's always tagged in there. So if you look at mm-hmm. Caroline Cookie's uh, photos, you'll see Reese Merriman. Uh, that's him. He mm-hmm. does really great work. But he also, like, works with um, his the brother-in-law, or his brother-in-law, somehow, uh, Hunter Thevis. Um, they're at the top floor of that same building where she, uh, Caroline oh, Cookie's okay. is. They do IT work. So, oh, cool. Yeah, like, all, all right there. But, yeah. um. Yeah, she she has a really cool business. Another successful story coming out of yeah. Lafayette, like mentioning that. Mm-hmm. Um, she's looking at expanding into Baton Rouge. And it's so f- interesting that she started at 19. Actually, she started a little bit earlier baking mm-hmm. cookies for her class and mm-hmm. cu- or cupcakes. Then it went to cookies. Um, and I'm pretty sure you, you guys know the story. Mm-hmm. But to know that 
when she's opened up her physical store, people are like, oh, I'm going to wait till like a, like three months to a year whenever the busy. whole thing dies down and like I can go in and yeah. get a cookie, which you, you can, you can <laughs> go in and get a cookie within five minutes, but <laughs> it feels like she, whatever she's doing, whatever that it factor is with her cookies, but there's, there's an it factor. I like oh, you get the cookies and I'm like, oh my God. They're so good. I keep cutting, I, I cut like a, a one sixteenth <laughs> slice mm-hmm. of the cookie uh-huh. and then I go back five minutes later, oh, I get yeah. another, I'm like, oh, yeah. uh, why didn't I just eat the whole cookie? Yeah. I, I, I ate it all, but I ate it in slivers. But you want to try all the different ones. I do. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Start it's just a little, little piece. It's just really cool to see that. And then, so to know that you guys have worked together, mm-hmm. it feels like a, an obvious kind of pattern. Yeah. Um, yeah. What other companies have you guys worked with and partnered with? And also you have some stuff here that uh, Mm -hmm. we can mention. So what does that community work look like for you guys? Well, we've worked with a lot of, to answer your first question, we've worked with a lot of other small businesses, local businesses. Um, We mentioned LaFemme and Swoon. Um, We've done partnerships with them. We have um, some fun stuff coming up on Black Friday, actually, in partnership with them. Um, But... Um, we, I think, want to talk about this Home for the Holidays partnership. And um, in the past, we've been approached a lot for donations to schools and lots of different nonprofits. There's so many good ones in Lafayette that are worth giving time, money, and energy to. Um, but we have been feeling this pull to, like, connect with one or two organizations that really spoke to us and that we could even get the team involved in, you know, volunteering and such with Um, And so we were approached by Home for the Holidays to do this donation piece. Um, And so we designed this stunning necklace uh, worth $5,000. So if you um, purchase a a ticket to win the home, you Mm -hmm. automatically get entered to win this necklace, um, amongst many other prizes. So that's really fun. But what Home for the Holidays benefits is four organizations in Lafayette um, that we all felt really, uh, you know, just connected with and we actually went toward each of these facilities which is really special and we got just kind of like a back um behind the scenes look at each of them um so you want to tell a little bit more right so we went and toured um faith house foster the love and healing house and it's just amazing all the um the stuff that they're doing for our community. But we really kind of, I guess, tied with Foster the Love. So we're going to be a dropped-off location. So we're collecting different things that they need for the community um, at our location. So we'll kind of be launching a little bit more about that soon, mm-hmm. how that's going to go into November and the holidays. So it's yeah. pretty amazing. Okay. But definitely get a ticket mm-hmm. to win this house and then um, as well as the, the necklace. The necklace, yeah. Um, I want to show the necklace, so if I can, um, let me put on my camera here. I'm going to pull up a new angle. You'll have to get a side view of that one too, Ben. All right, let me... uh, You want to talk about the stone, Michelle? Yeah, so it is a a green sapphire. Um, It is like a square-shaped emerald cut. And kind of see the side too. Yeah. This is a custom design we created. It has this stunning, beautiful hidden halo that you can see on the camera now, I think. Wow. Yeah, I'm, I'm super tight on it so everybody can <laughs> Yeah. It. It's very unique. So we've had a couple people ask if they can purchase it from us. 
Yeah, we're like, no. no. Sorry, we can't <laughs> get your, something you like get it. Your yeah, yeah, got to get your ticket. Nice. For a chance to win it. Okay, let me uh, put it back on my pad here. There we go. Okay. So, yeah, uh, I got that shot in there. Perfect. Um, so, yeah, so, and how, how can people uh, enter this or take, take advantage of this? What, how does that work again? Is there a website right there, Katie, on Home for the, for home for the Holidays? Um, Is there, a, I see a QR code. Yes, there's a QR code. Okay. Uh, also, homefortheholidaysla.com. Oh, there, there you go. And they have a phone number, too. So it's one 485 So, yeah, so it looks like you can enter in that way. And it's only, a, what is it, $100 per ticket? Yep. yep. Yes. You can. Yeah. I think we have it in our Instagram, too. We do. Yep. So um, it's at Shop Embark. And more pictures of the necklace there, too. Mm -hmm. yep. And then we have some other stuff, some other fun stuff coming for holiday, too. Yes. Yeah, so we have a ladies' night that okay. we will be hosting at our showroom, and that is going to be November 30th. And then we also have a men's night that is coming up um, December 13th. So two fun, like really yes. fun nights. Um, yep. The ladies' night, they can come and make their wish list um, at our showroom. They get to pick out whatever they want. And then we also, we call them. We call whoever they want us to, whoever their special person is, um, are their secret Santa. Um, <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, we'll to come call back them. and buy it. Yeah, yeah, come back and buy it. And the men can come um, on December 13th and, you know, they can come make the purchase as well. So, okay. And mm -hmm. we'll have some fun like prizes and giveaways happening yeah. if you attend. So, some good things in store that we'll announce later. Yeah. Nice. Mm -hmm. yeah. All right. Yeah. So, is there anything that we didn't talk about that you guys want to mention before we head out? I think we covered a lot. We did. We did. Yeah. Let's talk about where the store is. Yeah. So yes. we are um, right on Kali Saloon in the Great Harvest Bread Shopping Center. Yeah, so, I think um, most people know that. Mm -hmm. The Great yes, Harvest, like yes. food. Yes, yes. Go yes. get your coffee. Come on over. Um, one thing we didn't talk a lot about, which is like really our bread and butter, talking about bread, um, <laughs> is uh, is is what? custom and redesign like work. What we yeah. Do. Yeah. yeah. Like yes. that, an that is an engagement. Right. So that's our specialty. Um, and we have an excellent, uh, custom design specialist and expert on our team, Taylor Beadle. Um, and so she just makes that experience so awesome for our customers. They come in, we have a little private area that they sit down, talk one-on-one. -on -one. A lot of times when they're redesigning a piece, um, it can be emotional. It might be an heirloom piece of a grandmother or mom that you want to recreate into something that um, you can wear every day. And she just does such a great job of, you know, walking our customers throughout that process and, mm -hmm. and making it really special. So um, we love that. And we also love working with um, young couples for engagement rings. We work at all with all different price points. Yeah. We take so. the sweat out of it. Yes, yes we do. Yes. Okay. Make it really. There's a lot of guys that will oh, come in so and oh, yeah. they're, they're just like, <laughs> Let me tell you. you they're know, so intimidated. It's very, and we try to like just simmer that down yeah. for them. Like it's not this big, it doesn't bad, need like, to be scary. It doesn't need to be scary. Mm -hmm. Again, you don't have to like, it's not coming and picking out of, you know, the case and you have to like do it today or you know mm -hmm. like just we can have a conversation about it okay and, you yeah. know let's just take it one step at a time yeah yeah because it's a big thing it's a, it big, is a big thing, thing. Yeah. yeah yeah um but it is kind of it's it's just very sweet um it's 
they'll come in with like maybe like three or four words. And then by oh, the yes. time we're done with it, they're having full blown conversations <laughs> with us, you know? So it's funny to just kind of see them evolve over the process. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you mentioned heirloom pieces. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and I don't, I think Katie, I think I mentioned, mm-hmm. I talked to you, to you about this. So I don't know if my wife is listening, if she is, whatever. Um, Uh-oh. Don't give away the secret. Yeah. No. So I, I, I think I, I told I think say. I told her about you guys and um, that I, I went I had went and visited and mm-hmm. talked and learned some stuff. So you guys, the wish list thing was really oh, cool, yes. yeah. And have, being able to like look at different things and like piece it together and create something unique. Um, so my we have my wife has a wedding ring at the moment, obviously, um, mm-hmm. but she wants to. She calls it upgrade. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. You talk to me about this. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. yeah. Um, so, are you able to use what she currently has? Like, I don't know the etiquette. Like, I don't. Uh, sure. I never asked anybody. Like, hey, did you upgrade your ring in ten years? Like, mm-hmm. uh, right. Like, it's definitely a thing. Okay. So it's okay. Cool. Well, yeah. it must be because she brought it up to me. Yes. So, um, I, I, I guess for me, sentimentally, like. What happens with the ring or like what can happen? What's appropriate? What does that look like? It's different for everybody. Mm-hmm. It depends on if you want to use the same stones, if you want new stones. But uh, what we try to do is like if we want to like Erin, we're working on her redesign right now. And so <laughs> you don't want to say it. <laughs> no, I'm fine. <laughs> Does Matt know? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, <laughs> but her ring Sorry, is really, Matt. her original ring is really unique. So we'll probably like mount it into a necklace um, okay. for her to like wear every day. And then she'll probably eventually like pass those stones down to her girls. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's something that we do. We'll recreate another piece with those existing stones if you want to use new stones mm-hmm. for like a larger ring yeah. or we can always create a new design that's just a little bit more modern mm-hmm. um, with her existing stones okay. so there's Lots a lot of, of different options a lot of different options mm-hmm. yeah. i didn't want to like i it was funny how it all kind of like got started of course like i have hit 10 plus years with my husband so i was <laughs> like i want a new ring just like every girl phil does and deserves but (laughs) (laughs) whenever we started like talking about it i was like this means so this ring means so much much. and so i was like i don't want to like lose the integrity of it or Mm -hmm. you know so it is like for everybody some people are like i never want to see that thing again you know like we've you know i've worn it for 10 years like i'm just ready for something completely new Mm -hmm. where i was like don't touch this one like i'm going to do something very new and unique um so it's different for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you guys, do you guide those people mm-hmm. that are like on the fence of like, do you provide like examples of what other mm-hmm. people have done, like cre- creative ways of doing that? Yeah. Um, yeah. So the process works like you come in, we'll have a conversation, explore different design options. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, we'll quote you obviously on what those different avenues are. Um, but once a design is chosen, what happens is we have a CAD rendering done by our CAD designer and then we'll print a plastic sample. So it's called a resin. And so you can like try it on, touch and feel it. We can set the stones in it so you can kind of get an idea of what it will look like on your hand. Um, and then once any final edits are made, approval's done then we'll go to cast the final piece and our master stone setter will set the stones in it so it's a really cool process that Mm -hmm. our customers get to like walk through the entire step of the way 
Wow. Yeah. Cool stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. What a what a journey we embarked on. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> done, done, done. Yes. I know. Yeah. Um, well, cool. I I I thoroughly enjoyed the conversation. I think. Um, Likewise, thank you for having us. Yeah. Thank you so much. And I know that um, I I missed the boat literally on get, writing about you guys and all that good stuff. And because things move fast around yes. here, yes. Um, there's always businesses popping up. So many businesses that I literally cannot keep up. And it's great. I mm-hmm. have to like almost be slapped in the face like hey this one this one right here write yeah. about this one i'm like oh my god all right or if you pay me like uh, easy <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, right. you're paying my bills yeah. so um i wanted to make sure that i provided you guys with uh, a good way to get introduced to the audience that i have and um that means I, a lot to us. Yeah, it really does. We appreciate yeah. it. I appreciate you guys. I mean, thank you for not uh, holding anything too, too against me. <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> no, not at all. So sure. We all have a lot on our plates. We get it. We do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, cool. Well, um, I'm definitely excited to see where you guys go, to see the success story that becomes oh, yeah. We're of just starting. this. Yeah. So, um, it's going to be a fun one to watch. It'd be another one that may, may hopefully, fingers crossed, uh, make it national TV. Who knows? Oh, yeah. 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 Yep. Yeah, that's right. Well, cool. Um, before we go, mm-hmm. if you guys want to visit the Embark, you have a chance to get a discount. Yeah. Um, the website is in the caption of this video. It's uh, shopembark.com. But there's a promo code. I'll put that on the screen. It is DL15, DL15. So if you go to their website or if you go in person, just mention that you watched the episode and you got a promo code. Uh, they'll they'll honor it. I don't think there's an expiration date yet, but uh, just going to let you know. Uh, take advantage of the the little discount while you have it. It's the holidays are coming up, so you know what that means. Mm-hmm. Um, jewelry spending. That's all. That's, that's exactly. all. So that's what she uh, really wants. Yeah, yeah. that's what yeah, she really exactly. wants. Exactly. So uh, yeah, or treat the, yourself. Yeah, <laughs> DL code. Um, Promo code DL15. So, yeah, screenshot that. Remember that. Uh, I'll also add it in the captions next to the website so you have it. Um, Other than that, I am ready to go eat lunch. Mm -hmm. Um, It's that time. It's uh, Is it past that time? It's uh, 1230. Yeah, so it's right on time. Um, If you guys want to go ahead and provide any final closing remarks, and then we can head on Mm -hmm. out. Yeah, just thank you, Acadiana. I yeah. mean, honestly. We wouldn't I, be where we are if it no. weren't for you. Yeah, so. absolutely. Awesome. Come yeah. and see us. Yeah, we're just getting started. There yeah. you go. All right, guys, and that is the episode. I hope you enjoyed it. We'll um, have it. Um, it's it's live right now, but it'll be on Facebook, YouTube, and uh, I'll ultimately get to the audio versions at some point in my life. Uh, but for mm-hmm. now, you can watch it, uh, YouTube, Facebook, uh, share it with your friends if you're or your husband or your wife or whatever the relationship is, whatever <laughs> kind of spouse you have, because, you know, there's 31 different flavors of spouses nowadays. <laughs> um, either way, uh, they have a, an amazing product, uh, an amazing store, and clearly uh, amazing owners. So um, check them out. And that's it. Thanks, We have a great weekend. You too. All right.